What is going on, BW Sports One World? He is the one I am the ass. Together, we create black and white sports. Powered by First Financial Bank, Mr. John Wayne Buzzard, for all your banking needs and accessories, 317-417-8582. And our rock star realtor himself, Mr. Sean Nugent, if you want to sell or buy your home, you call Sean at Tucker right now, 317-503-8322. Damon, we Alive. Hey, bro. What was that yep. we create thing going on there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't that know. was. I'm gonna tell you that was absolutely outstanding. <laughs> you know, no, bro. We did. Hey, we did. I, we I, I am excited. Uh, you might not think that I'm excited due to events that have occurred over the last 24 hours. But I am still excited. I am kind of taking the break from bubble basketball to do the show. I say kind of because right here is the bottom left of my outdoor uh, box. <laughs> I have a game playing. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, who's playing right now? Uh, Boston and Philly. Ah, yeah. Boston sweeping that series. <laughs> I I would have liked to think so as well, um, but I I think that Gordon Haywood might be a factor in one game. We'll have to see one game, but basketball is later on in the show. So welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome all to Wednesday Night Live. Yes. On your awesome black and white duo, which is also black and white sports. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We welcome you all to another fabulous Wednesday night. It's hump day. Uh, in some households, yes, it is. <laughs> Not going there. <laughs> uh, I said, is he even healthy enough? That's why I said the Gordon factor was meaning that Philly is going to get one game. Uh, because know. of the Gordon Haywood being out. Uh, Jason Tatum is a dog. But we'll get to that. He's trying to bait me into talking to it right now. 
No, Brandon. He just tried. He traded. He's. Oh my gosh! I am slacking, folks. God, you have to stay the whole time. <laughs> he tried to bait us in talking about the Colts last night during uh, Taco Tuesday, but we're going to come to them in two weeks when we talk about the AFC. I missed it. I just blew that right off. <laughs> that was purposely done, I think. Uh, maybe by you, but I'm going to tell you, I didn't see it at all. <laughs> it happens. Mm. So, Damon. No. Yes, what, sir. What are we starting off with tonight? Uh, so, so uh, basically, while you're social media in, you Bingo. would like me to go <laughs> through the show rundown. <laughs> I'm picking up what you are throwing down, my good man. <laughs> I'm so glad. So <laughs> said, I guess I'll turned, come back in two weeks. <laughs> we turn the page. We turn the same page at the same time. Yeah. No, don't go nowhere, Brandon. <laughs> I mean, okay, I wasn't going to do it to you last night, but I might have to tonight. I might have to tonight. Brandon, if you would post a comment here, it's okay. That's all I got to see is it's okay. That way we can show the viewers what type of week – you are happy, sir. Yeah, he got him. Me. Oh yeah, I got that some bitch. <laughs> John Wayne buzzard in the house. Buzz, 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 buzz. Oh okay. my gosh. Okay. All right, here we go. Here we go. Um, hey, don't forget to check out tomorrow's uh, couch talk. We have them homeboys of ours from the CW crew. Uh, the Checkers and Wreckers gang over there, Howdy and Tommy Boy, will be joining us tomorrow for a little couch talk about the Indianapolis or Indy 500. Whichever way. Do you want it Dan's way, the Indianapolis 500? Or do you want it Howdy's way, the Indy 500? Who knows? Listen, they're it's arguing about the name way. of the race. One real way. They're arguing about the, <laughs> the name of the race. They just completely forgot that I don't think it's a sport. <laughs> no, we didn't forget. But anyway. We might so, bring that up tomorrow night, but no, we probably won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so We might reference you as our Brad Doherty of BW Sports 1, though. It might be that. Brandon says it's the Indy 500. Period. Oh, you're so <laughs> wrong. And I, now that you said it's okay and you called it the Indy 500, I am going to show the world what not to do to yourself. <laughs> uh, while he's doing that, holy Lord, him, I Lord Jesus. Okay, people. Okay, folks. God love you, Brandon. Okay. So this is our this is our first segment called Fan Mail. One of our good, of our good <laughs> fans, Brandon Ferris, sent in this picture of his beautiful day yesterday. And the only reason we're bringing this in is because he's okay. He, he's he's gonna he's gonna pull out of this. He's gonna look beautiful. Maybe I don't know, folks. Holy shit! Good gosh, Brandon. He looks like a cartoon character. Man, well, he probably felt like a cartoon character after the pain meds kicked in. 
Oh, hell yeah. Brandon, again, Whoa, we that, love you, brother. That's probably gnarly, though. You know what that was? That is just showing how much he loves his son enough to be doing stuff to help the, the help the boy out, and he gives it his all. Blood, sweat, and tears. No means yeah. no. Nathaniel, yeah. no means no. <laughs> all right, so um, – yeah. Oh no, we gotta see that. We gotta uh, fan mail part two, Brandon. Yeah. So um yeah, but anyway, uh Brandon, who he's talking about, he's talking about his son Asher, who is a fabulous young man. We've met him a couple times. Uh he's a regular with the uh Checkers of Records gang. So uh this young man is awesome with the racing and stuff like that. So but anyway. Uh, don't forget to check those guys out with us tomorrow. And don't forget to check out their regular show on Sundays at 11 um, a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so it'll be just great. You won't have to rush for the race this year because the race is not on at 12 o'clock as usual. It is at 2.30 today. So you'll be able to listen to them and get all your good stuff. And that's that and that and whatever else is that because that's wow. what we got. You forgot. <laughs> yes, and Tuesdays, Taco Tuesdays, join us 730. Taco Tuesday. Every Tuesday, Taco Tuesday, we find something to sit down and chat about and have tacos, but we have yet to have tacos. So wait until <laughs> the world opens back up and we will go to a certain place for Taco Tuesday Taco Tuesday and have tacos for taco. On Tuesday. Tacos for taco is my new hashtag. All right. And last but not least, this is uh we have two brand new shows that we are debuting in the next two weeks. So you better get your stuff together. If you like the one pieces and the leotards and the super splashes from the top rope, make sure you tune in. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> make sure you tune in this Saturday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Kicking It with Super, super Kicking It with Steven. It's a show we do for uh, that he does now for wrestling, and it should be a pretty awesome. It's going to uh, break down a whole lot of stuff, give you some fun stuff to trivia and things of that nature, and it's going to take you right into SummerSlam. So uh, don't forget to check in with that on this Saturday. Uh, and what else? August 31st. Yes, August 31st. Uh, if you have not been noticing, we have been partnering up with mybookie.com. So, they're they're unique, that's why we like them. Okay, all right. So, um, don't forget to check that brand new show out. It's called uh, what the hell is it? It's Bet Your Ass. Bet Your Ass with Sparza. Yep, with Raphael Sparza and yours truly, uh, Dan the Ass Stevens, where they're going to give you all the breakdowns of what you need to know and what you should and should not be betting on through my bookie. 
That's right. That's right. I can't give you a time because they didn't tell me a time. I just 7 30. 7 30. Everything is 7 30. 7 30. 7 30. Eastern Standard Time. All right. So there you have let's, it. That's it. All right. I ain't let's got talk, nothing else. Let's talk some sports. Talk some sports. So uh, that takes us into bathroom scrolling. Is it something? Or is it nothing? Well, which means that this uh, this is subject uh, is we're going to go through things that you will be scrolling in the bathroom when you're taking care of your personal business, <laughs> and what you scroll through, we're going to determine if it's something or nothing. Or do you flush it? It's not in it. <laughs> well, bathroom would mean, because that would mean it would be nothing. It would be no, something flushing. or nothing. Bathroom scrolling brought to you by my bookie. <laughs> Sign up at mybookie.ag and use promo code BW Sports One for a hundred percent deposit match and a free ten dollar bet. All right, now let's get into it because I can't wait. I put notes in after your notes, and I can't wait. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if you care. All right, first so up. first up, we got uh, Cleveland pitchers go AWOL. Breaking CV-19 protocol. Stupid. And imagine that. Baseball players. Couldn't get the shit right to begin with to start the season off right. Can't get this right. I'm, I'm very surprised... They're still playing. I am very surprised, especially because you had uh, high-profile players on that team who were saying, hi, Bella, who were saying that uh, she's right behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no clue. Nope. (laughs) They were saying that unless you get rid of these guys, we're not playing. I haven't heard anything from that since this because this story was like three or four days ago. And I haven't heard anything unless you have, sir. But you know what? No, I haven't heard anything new. But you know what? Kudos to the teammates for calling them out like that. I, I think oh, it's, yeah. it's just stupid, man. I mean, for one, you're putting yourself at risk. For two, you're putting your whole team at risk. For three, you're putting everybody else's family, your family and everything else at risk because they're not in a bubble. They're not, they're not like in a bubble like the NBA is. <laughs> What? What am I missing? Oh my god! <laughs> but uh, uh, I hit it at the same time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but but really, you know, if you think about it, the question would be: Is it something, or is it nothing? As in, if this is going to be a factor to the team, or is this going to be nothing and it's just going to be some more crap that's going to make it more difficult for them to complete this season for baseball? I think you broke the team in half right there by doing that. So it's completely something. Yep. And if I'm not mistaken, both of these two were in their starting five rotation, correct? Yeah, they were two of the top pitchers, yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> something, uh, another loser in Cleveland. <laughs> next. <laughs> I'm still going to do the next. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, South, the SEC. 
Let me get my mouse in the right place. The SEC released this opening week schedule. Now, I don't have anything on here about the actual games because at this point, I can really care less about the games. I'm concerned about the news around the SEC and everybody around the SEC. Well, isn't the SEC NFL for college? Uh, pretty much. Well, I mean, they're making themselves out to be the the top dogs, the number one conference as far as not, – not as far as the gameplay itself, but, but as far as everything else behind the scenes and stuff. I mean, kind of. I think yeah. the Big Ten – I think the Big Ten would be more um, NFL acting as in saying that they have separated themselves – well, the Pac-10 seems to follow the Big Ten, but the Big Ten seems to have stepped out there and um, been more of a forefront stepper for the movement of shutting down and canceling and things of that sort. The SEC football like is that they send like 30 players every year from every team to the damn league, and other than OSU and Clemson, the SEC has won all of them. <laughs> so I mean you really I mean as much as we don't like them because I am not a fan but you have to recognize that these cats wins championships and I understand that part but I'm talking about more on the the aspect of the administration of the SEC trying to put themselves higher above all the other conferences you have four I mean, other power, power conferences. How, how so how so uh, I mean, because they're they're the first ones to say, "Hey, we're not we're playing, we're doing this, we're playing, we're playing." They weren't they the first, you know, huh? Yeah, they were. They weren't the first. The Big Twelve was the first. Well, Big Twelve's. I don't even <laughs> consider the Big Twelve a power conference, anyway. But they are. an actual championship. Oklahoma, but they are. <laughs> so, however you look at it, but they are. You know what I mean? So, um. I still think that everybody's following the Big Ten. Everybody waited to see what the Big Ten was going to do. So if anybody is is, is well, if that was the case, then why is anybody playing? Uh, Pac-12 isn't playing, and I guarantee you the ACC is next. With if you've been paying attention, the Notre Dame has suspended all play and school, all remote learning yesterday. Uh, North Carolina did it. Yesterday, yep. where they had a breakout of 144, I mean, on campus. They did it Monday. So they did it Monday. So yeah. here you go, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, ACC. That's Clemson. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's next. So, yeah. I mean, granted. Well, I mean, you got to put Duke in there, too, because you got, like, Duke, Wake Forest, NC State, and, and NC all in, a like, a 40-mile radius. Yeah, if that. Right. <laughs> So, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be crazy. Everybody was really complaining on the Big Ten, you know, jumping the gun. I feel that they did jump the gun a bit and canceled a little early. But I, I thought that they was going to individually, everybody end up not playing at some point in time. But as you can see it, all these conferences are going to follow in suit. You know what I mean? Their medical doctors seem to be saying something. Because <laughs> their breakouts uh, are happening. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so next, <laughs> uh, uh, okay, back to the Big Ten. Um, with the reference that the Big Ten jumped the gun on that, uh, people were questioning 
did the presidents really vote not to play football or not to play? I keep saying football when it's fall sports, fall sports, but it's really football that's the concern. <laughs> uh, that's where the money is, and that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm not saying money is a problem. I'm just saying when you have that. You know that I mean, there's millions of dollars involved in this, and that's why they're playing. I don't think that they're taking. I don't think they're taking into consideration as much as they should players and, and you know personnel safety. I right, before I finish this, this is my 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 adverb into that. These college students and these people who want these players to be paid. College football is a four billion dollar a year business. Okay, you want these people to be played. How you gonna play them if you're not gonna get the games played? You can't. So you can't have it both ways. So I'll just I'll say that. Um, but anyway, you have one president uh, from Minnesota say we didn't vote per se. That was his quote. We or her quote. We didn't vote per se. Which means that they were all in the room and everybody's like, yeah, I guess, maybe not, sure. I mean, if it was up to me, maybe, I don't know. And then the president. The new guy. Right. Yeah, so the new guy, the new first year, this is what you walk into on your first year. You know what I mean? But guy who was there 25 years, he'd have probably handled this way better. But this is the new guy. First time in it, and he's like, well, y'all ain't going to do it, I'll do it. We're not playing. <laughs> and he did it. Yeah. So I me right now I still think it's nothing. <clears throat> yeah. Next. Uh this goes to the mat or the octagon. Uh John Bones Jones says that he vacated the light heavyweight the light heavyweight title, and his quote was title is up for grabs. But Rumor has had it that he might be jumping up to the heavyweight class. And Dana White recently said that he is open to Bones Jones' first fight at heavyweight being a title fight after this current fight coming up. Here's my problem with the whole situation. No, let me have it. You can't, you can't pass a piss test. You can't pass a test that says that you're not, you know, on any testosterone builder or cocaine or whatever else that you've taken, and you can't stay, and you can't stay behind, you can't stay away from behind the wheel when you're fucked up. Why do you do continuously get shot after shot? You didn't vacate your belt. You were forced to give it up because of your stupidity. Period. He shouldn't be. He No. He shouldn't mm-hmm. be in this job. And you know what? If you are allowed back in, you start way down a little bit and work yourself up in a new, in a new weight class. Mm-hmm. Preach, Pastor. Preach. But we, know gonna, but we know it ain't going to happen. He's going to get a title shot, and he's not going to pass the piss test. And the reason why right. he keeps doing it's it because like when Brock, he does, man. yeah. But once well, the reason why he keep doing it because once he does, the few times that he does pass, 
He knocks people out in the ring, and people watch him. But with Kumie, you know, going away, and Cormier, whatever big chunky nigga's name is, uh, yeah, I said it because <laughs> he let me down. <laughs> he didn't leave me. He didn't let me down. I had a nice payout on my bookie from the three fight parlay that I put down. You bet your ass I did. <laughs> And there you have it. But um, what do we have in that heavyweight for UFC? So I mean, you kind of got to kind of got to put him out there because he brings in fans uh, and ratings. So uh, next, next, uh, from red faces to black faces. <laughs> you like that, didn't you? I did. I the did. Washington Football Team hires first black president of operations in the NFL history hey first off i want to say the young man because he's younger than i am the young man is qualified so young man. <laughs> young <it>. man. <laughs> like as i do it i do that young man first the young, young man, man is very qualified he's done his work he's done his due diligence and he's put himself in the position that on paper, without looking at his skin color, you can say he is very qualified for that job. Um, here's where I and Keyshawn Johnson kind of are on the same page. Uh, you've been you've been in in the news, you know, the last couple months, real strong about some some racial tensions, you know, mascots names. Blah, 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 zippity-dude, skip the balu. All the crap. And then here you go trying to save face. You don't name a new mascot or a new name or whatever. You go real bland. You hire a minority coach. Everybody kind of skipped that over because he's been a coach, a coach before. But you hire a minority coach. And then you place him in the position of renaming the franchise. I mean, you don't go to your Doug Williams. You don't go to your Joe Gibbs. You don't go to, you know. Anybody. <laughs> anybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You go to the guy who's only been in your colors for three and a half months. Didn't play for you because he played in Chicago. So I'm just saying, that seems kind of weird. And then you flip the script. Everybody's tensions, is everybody's racial, cultural tensions are at an extreme high right now. So what a way to knock one section off your hit list. Let's hire a black president. I, like I said in the notes, man. If they did it for the right reasons, I'll, I'll back it 100%. But I've re at this point, I don't think they're doing anything for any right reason over in Washington. And now, I'm, I'm not just to... talking about the government. I'm talking uh, about the football I, I, team. And I, I want to say this again because I don't want to look like I'm raining on this young man's parade. He is very qualified for this job. And if you look at his resume on paper – Without looking at a um, um, facial interview, if you look at the resumes on paper, he's the best qualified person for the job. 
So I'm not saying that he should not have the job. I'm just questioning the methods or the motive behind giving him the job. Affirmative action. <clears throat> <laughs> Ah, so next, yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna stay with the Washington football team. Yes, we are, and I got a little highlight reel for us because I message, I, <laughs> I kind of said a little hit about this yesterday. <laughs> Alex Smith has been cleared for uh, return to football activity. Now, we all saw the little shower of champagne that his family gave him. But the thing I noticed in that shower of champagne was the sleeve that he had on and the deformity-looking deformations and dips in his leg that was surgically saved from being lost in his saving of life. I'm looking at how he's walking, right? So I'm like, Okay, this is a great story. He comes back, you know, he goes to Washington, you know, blah, blah, blah. He does good workouts, and they retire him, goes to coaches, quarterback coach, blah, 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 blah. But as I'm reading articles and listening to people, there could be a real quarterback controversy here because they really don't have anybody. You got Haskins, and but then you got Alex Smith, and hold on. I did watch some tape of this cat working out <laughs> in pads and stuff. And I'm still looking kind of kind of at this device. Yeah, pulling out from the quarterback, throwing three-yard drives with nobody coming at you with the red jersey on so nobody touches you. Right. It's completely different to when Von Miller and Darius Leonard and uh, Fletcher Cox and whoever else is on the Cowboys – is all coming at him <laughs> with that weak ass offensive line. Are you gonna put this man's life in jeopardy again and put him in behind on the that center? Right, that right there. I mean, if I'm Alex Smith, then I'm I better be looking at the line and who's in front of me and be like, uh hey, okay, who listen. is going to save me this time? Linda, listen, listen, Linda. <laughs> I'm buying if I'm Alex Smith, and they're really thinking about this. This is a real conversation that he could be a day one starter. It's uh -huh. real conversation. I'm looking at the offensive line like, hey, bro, whatever you need, I got you. Mistresses, you know, <laughs> anything. paying for uh, your, your third baby mama, uh, second child, college tuition. Whatever. <laughs> Protect me. <laughs> Take a chill. <laughs> I'm taking, yeah, I am taking more than isotoner gloves to my line like Dan Marino did back in the day. I'm getting them steak dinners every night, something. Be like, guys, I do not want to go through that again. Uh, you're in the bubble. You're in the bubble, so you all have to really go out and suck out a whole bunch of cheese. But, but seriously, I mean, I watched some of the workouts, right? I've seen some of the, uh, you know, some of the movements 
and things like that. Football is not my first sport, but football is a sport that I love, so I can tell you if it's looking good or not. Hey, man, it's hard to tell, but then you look at certain footwork, but then that footwork is when you got people all around your knees and that pocket is closing in and it's sucking in on you. Are you going to think about that leg? You know Every I mean? time. Hey, bro. Every time. I applaud you for your comeback. But, hey, say you can do it. Say you did it. Now go put the headset on and start being the offensive coordinator or something. Something. <laughs> Have, Have you seen, seen him, him chase? chase? <laughs> That's About every saying. time he takes a snap. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I think he can be an asset to yeah, uh, to uh, Dwayne Haskins. I think he can be I think, a. I mean, a, a, Haskins was a rookie last year. I mean, he was put right in. He gained experience from it. He should have a better game this year than he did last year. You know, that sophomore year is a telltale for um, following years, especially on that second contract after your rookie contract. Your sophomore year better be good, and usually it's either a sink or swim year for quarterbacks. So yeah, you know Haskins. Especially if you black quarterback too, <laughs> you don't I get think, a whole I lot of leeway. He better he better stay in the shotgun about seven <laughs> eight yards back. Yeah, <laughs> like, they think like he's a punter. But <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know. Hey, it's congrats to him for coming back from that shit that he went through. I mean, hats off to you. I am sure as hell not. Going back in at, after my legs damn near tore off. <laughs> hey, he did have a couple kids over that was spreading with that champagne, Mr. Buster. <laughs> he did. Yeah, they don't they don't believe in pulling out the pocket over there. <laughs> you like the football reference there, buddy? <laughs> That was a good All one. All right, so next up, uh, Des Bryant to the Ravens. It's very possible. And, you yeah. know, like I said in the notes, you look a little worried if that would happen because, hey, listen, damn. I already said, well, you already heard my reasons yesterday, Well, I don't think Pittsburgh's going to win the division. So there you go. And that's another reason. <laughs> But Joe Hayden to take care of him. You know, Des Bryant, you know, he's kind of soft. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, you know. Thanks, John. Yeah, I was pretty proud of that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm flushing the rest of it. Next. All right, sounds good to me. Um, NFL officials ops against full-time uh, – uh, NFL ops against full-time officials. Plus, you've had some of the big-name officials already opt out of the season. I mean, how much worse can our officiating get? Dancing back, man. <laughs> already burning jerseys and shit. Everybody should get a zebra shirt and burn it on social media. Because uh. they are really the piss-poor people on the field. Hey, bro, I've seen some really bad officiating across the board in all the sports. We haven't really seen it in the NBA bubble, 
they've been actually the refs have been actually pretty good. LeBron is not getting that bullshit. I'm telling you, he's not getting it. They're they are on it. I've never seen Trevor call so many times in an NBA game, and I'm loving it. But NBA rituals normally are pretty bad. Baseball umpires can be pretty pretty. They tend to be like everybody needs to watch me, and they show up the players. That's a whole other issue. But NFL officials, man, these cats is horrible. No, in Hockley, these guys is terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys got to do something because the officiating is just sucks. Next. And I don't. Yeah, yeah. Get them out of here. All right. Um, I swip it. Yeah, so you have stadiums starting to come out, NFL stadiums starting to come out and say what their capacity is and what they're going to do with uh, fans. Kansas City has said that they will go to 22% uh, percent capacity for fans in stadium. Um, I know Pittsburgh has said they would go less than 50% of uh, fans in stadium. Uh, what I denote I have on here is Soldier Field. Chicago Bears are saying no fans at all. Zero. What are you going to do? I mean, like, the only thing that you can do is honestly is social distance. And stadiums are big enough to do that. I mean, at least if you're going to bring some money in, you know, it's better than none. But – does this mean that there's a bigger contract on the TV networks with the NFL this year because of if they're going to know stadium or no people in the stadiums, you know, does that, does that money factor out anywhere else? I think that money is definitely going to factor out because the networks are going to want a return on the money put into uh, the NFL. And, even if you do go to some capacity in the stands, there's still more people at home wanting to watch the games, and the games will be on TV through all of the various local and national brands. So I think that you will be able to draw revenue as in the TV deals and the revenue sharing with the players and the league. So there is a possibility on that. But I feel that the NFL will be one of the – if you're going to have fans in the stands at a contact sport, uh, one of those, I said, NFL or football could be done, especially in college, especially in college because so many of the stadiums are outdoors. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if you percentage your capacity, that gives you space to spread people out where you can still get a home court, a home field advantage, still have some type of momentum shift and you can still get ticket sales. You can still get uh, ratings uh, business around that do have opportunity or the, um, the ability to social distance with the money still coming in. I think you still can do it. Uh, the stadiums that the stadiums that are open and the stadiums that have retractable rules, I think that those you should be able to do something. It's the ones that are completely enclosed that are going to have the issue. 
Yeah, and I agree. There, there also was talks, and I think we talked about it a few weeks back of, you know, having regional games as far as you have so many teams in four different areas of the country. You play that kind of round robin deal, then you then you switch. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it, they're gonna have to do what they need to do to get something going. And I hope it goes the way the NFL sounds. You know, they're sounding like they're going to roll. But, you know, who knows? Right. Who knows? Things could change in a matter of an instant. All right. Last thing with scrolling. CFL says no to 2020 season. If you don't know, the CFL is the Canadian Football League. Yep. I, I mean, hey, I don't have any problem with it. I mean, I got a problem with it just being one less sport, but I don't have a problem with the decision. I think if if they're going to do it, you know, hats off to them. I'm going to laugh at you because you said is a problem of being one less sport. How many Canadian Football League football games have you watched? That's besides the point. <laughs> That's besides the how many of the Toronto Argonaut games have you seen there, buddy? That's oh. beside the point. Ooh, I'm just so proud of you that you knew the team name. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Uh, yes, 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 it is. Yes, it is. Now I have to make up another one because that's all I got. That's all you got. The one and done, baby. What it done. There you go. And that has been bathroom scrolling. Let's take a moment for some station identification. What is up, everybody? It is your boy, the ass for black and white sports. And let me talk to you about a little banking. First financial bank in John Wayne Buzzard. That's right, folks. The official bank of BW Sports One for all of your banking needs, whether it be savings, checking, mortgage loans, small business loans, and everything else under the sun. First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard is where we go. Call that man, 317-417-8582. That's 317-417-8582. Or email him at john.buzzard at bankatfirst.com. That's right. First Financial Bank, the official bank of BW Sports One. What's up, folks? It's your boy, the ass from Black and White Sports, and I am looking to buy or sell a home. I know who I'm going to call, and that's Sean Nugent, a.k.a. BW Sports One's rock star realtor. That's right, folks. Sean Nugent is the man you need to talk to if you're looking for your dream home or looking to just downsize or anything in between when it comes to your new house Call Sean, 317-503-8322. That's 317-503-8322. Or email him, Sean.Nugent at TalkToTucker.com. You want to talk to Tucker? Talk to Sean Nugent, BW Sports One's Rockstar Realtor. All right, just a little station identification for everybody. Now, we roll into... Damon. <laughs> oh, bro discussion. <laughs> bro discussion. And the asterisk brings the beer. I am no longer going to be parched. Ah, and got a nice head on that beer, too. 
<sighs> I, would I say apologize. Something, but I'd get myself in trouble. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't mean to set you up like that. <laughs> oh, yes, you did. I did. I did. <laughs> yes, you I did. know how difficult it would be for you to maintain your social distancing. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yes, John. That was an amazing commercial, which you should be in. <laughs> yeah, you know. And the rock star is probably off rocking the house world. So, yeah. <laughs> So, what do we right, have so, for bros' discussion tonight? Well, man, we got NBA talk, man. We, we had the bubble playoff start. I mean, this shit is outstanding. I mean, we've had uh, – what are we in? We're in the, the, the second half of the second day of four games. This is amazing. And, man, did it start off third. Yes. yes. It started Monday. Right, so it's day two and a half. Whatever. That's let you know that I've been in a you've bubble. Been, you've been in a bubble. <laughs> right. I am currently watching the Philadelphia and Boston series, which Boston is up uh, 1-0 in the series and is up in the third, 79-63. But, hey, I don't know how much you've watched. Has it been not exciting? It Basketball. has. I mean, for what I've been able to catch, because they start at like one o'clock in the afternoon. You know, I'm obviously tend to have to go somewhere during Monday through Fridays. Um, but from what I've seen, yeah, there's some damn good games, and we'll get to it here in a minute. But man, I did call. I did call. I did. I did call. I bet your ass. I called the Lakers and the Bucks to lose the first game. Told you. <laughs> I really don't really see what the point of that is because I mean the, the, I the Blazers think... were coming on. The, the Blazers were just coming in the momentum, and they did it when they should have. Right. They I mean, they play ball. they play phenomenal basketball. I mean, it was a great game to watch. You know, uh, being a Laker fan. And I've talked about this with uh, Gerald on yep. the Lakers Fast Break Show. You know, the the Lakers' issue is the outside shooting. And it was an issue all year. But it's kind of funny that it was such a big issue, but they still end up with the number one seat. It was going to end up with the number one seat. Right. Um, so uh, that kind of, kind of frustrates me a bit. But it's playoff basketball and – you just got to show up, you know. Um, show up or sit down. Show up or sit down. Um, before we get really, really, really break that down, uh, a couple um, useless or important news before we really talk about the bubble basketball because it's been absolutely outstanding. But something that I know a lot of us forgot about um, over the last couple of months with the um, – over the last year uh, with the – uh, the COVID and, and Kobe and things like that. But we forgot that when Toronto mm -hmm. won the championship last year, their uh, black person of operations had an altercation inside the arena with the San Francisco Bay Area police. If you yeah. haven't forgotten, there was a, a thing going on with that. And I did see that yesterday that 
uh, the person of operations. I'm not gonna butcher this man's name. Masai, Yuri, Yuri. No, worse. Hey, Yuri. That works for me. <laughs> that works for me. But uh, he has a countersuit uh, against this this individual officer because, and now there's video. Yeah, I was going to actual... Once you watch yeah. the video, there is no reason that man should have had any hands on him. He was pulling out his credential to show, to get to the team on the court to celebrate with him, and some asshole had to be an asshole. I mean, yeah. I'm an asshole, but that's an asshole. Especially, I didn't really see why you had to put your hand, two hands on the man like that. At all. And then he showed, then he's calm, cool as hell. He's trying to show you his credentials, and you and pretty much just... Fuck that. Man. Get the fuck up. Shut up and all that. Sorry, my friend, but that's all that kind of stuff. And now they have a videotape. And I feel that that videotape had already been seen because the uh, district attorney of that, that area did not press charges, even though the police department was stressing. Mm-hmm. So um, is the police department a little pissed off at that officer for allowing them to believe him and all of this Issues that was cited in his lawsuit against he thought what it was is he thought he was gonna throw up some bullshit and sue this black man and get some of his money. And he forgot that there's a thousand cameras everywhere. Yeah. Well, it looked like <laughs> his his like chest cam, his body cam. So yeah, again, duh. again, we don't do a whole bunch of that funny business, but it kind of seems to be funny that all these individuals can wear these GoPros and these body cameras and all this stuff to film everything, but you cannot find it in your budget to get working body cameras on every single police officer while they're on duty. Yep. And you know, it's not just for our safety. It's, it's for, for their. their safety as well. <laughs> You know I mean, let's be honest, as much scrutiny as police departments have within the United States overall, why wouldn't you want to have that safeguard for your department? That protects you. Yeah. That way, that way, per se, I can be like, oh, oh, my God, he did this, he did that. This and then, true. you oh, know, especially with what's going on right now, you can damn near get away with that. Yep. But if he's got his stuff on that protects him – and that protects me from him doing that stuff that I'm crying about. Message. But anyway, okay. Uh, all right. Last thing. This is really cool. Uh, they, the NBA is allowing training bubbles for the teams that did not make the uh, the uh, Orlando yeah. bubble. And oh, if you didn't that. know, the draft is tomorrow. Yes. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. During the playoffs, we're going to have the draft. <laughs> yeah, the draft is tomorrow. So, I mean, that's a, which kind of funny that you have the draft and then it's approved that you get these little training bubbles. Right. And why not, though? You know, if you're going to have the bubble, you're going to be sitting in there for, I mean, that's what is it, three weeks? You got a three yeah, week train? Yeah, about like, that. Two to three weeks. Okay. Why not? I mean, if they're sitting there, they're in one place, you're doing it for the playoffs. Why not let the let the teams you know come in, train these rookies out, get the get the that part of the out of the way, 
so that once the playoffs are done and you have a quote-unquote offseason, you're able to start back up in November or yeah. October, at the end of October. Yeah, in October. Um, just another positive note, another another two weeks passed that the, the NBA bubble and the WNBA bubble, <laughs> zero positive tests. So that lets say. you know. That lets you know that the bubble system works, especially if the people inside it, baseball, make it work. Follow the protocols and make it work. Yep. There you go. Um. All right. Message. So bubble talk. Hey, Message man, it's to absolutely the outstanding. MLB. <laughs> yeah. Man, this is absolutely outstanding basketball, man. Um. I love it because you're not getting the influence of the crowd on the referees in certain calls and certain important aspects of the game where a charge at home is going to be a block. You know what I mean? These type of things. Uh, I noticed last night in the Laker game, a lot of those calls that LeBron gets, you he is not getting because you're not getting that fan oh. influence. Hey, oh. hey, hey. I'm not complaining. I I don't like all the whining that Kobe started. <laughs> I think there was you know whining I mean? before Kobe. Yeah, but it wasn't to that extent. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe. It wasn't to that extent, bro. These cats now. Woo! <laughs> but. Um, overall, I like it. You know what I mean? The bubble, the seeding games, I think, did exactly what they were supposed to do. Get these guys in the familiarity of playing again in the AU-type setting. You know what I mean? So this is this is real-deal basketball. You know what I mean? This is not that Patrick Beverly-type basketball where your antics fires up the crowd, which gets a reaction out of a player that gets you involved in the game. Now you have to actually rely on your ridiculous skill set. Um, granted, you can play defense, maybe, but I think you foul a whole hell of a lot. But a lot of this play is not going to be in your advantage. And a player like a um, – uh, let me see. I'm trying to think of a player that has a very uh, streaky style of scoring that, you know, once you hit one or two and the fans get involved in it, you tend to rattle off a couple more. And this type of setting, you know what I mean, it's all you. You know what I mean? It's a great, great atmosphere for real shooters because there's really no depth perception. There's just a, a room and you playing ball. So right. um, I like it. You know what I mean? We've already seen, I don't want to say upsets because they have not won the series yet, but I'm going to say that you've had some some – expected and unexpected eight seed victories. Mm -hmm. I say expected because people kind of expected Portland to win game one. I mean, I still pick the Lakers in six, which means that Portland has to win two games. <laughs> so I'm still not in a, a funk just yet, but I was very concerned. I'm still very concerned as a Laker fan, but as a basketball fan, man, this stuff is absolutely amazing. And then with Milwaukee, that's the unexpected AC. You know what hey. I mean? They are missing. They were missing Eric Gordon. They were missing uh, Anthony Isaacs. They was missing. Uh, there was another player that's done for the year for them. You know what I mean? You missing your best players, 
and you go beat the number one overall seed. Not by a last second shot. You were kicking their ass the whole game. So that makes tomorrow's game with them and the Lakers in Portland so exciting. Question. Is Dave Lillard the best player on the planet right now? Answer. It is very difficult to argue that statement right now. That dude is playing on fire. What did we call it back in the day? In Fuego. Yeah, he is in Fuego all day. And to John, to say this, I I say earlier in his career, he was a streaky scorer. But the last two years, I say Dame has been very consistent in his upper, his high 20s and his 30-point production. Uh, look at it. This year, Dave Lillard is the only player to have three 60-point games in the season. <laughs> three. <laughs> My guy, can, he can go to the rack. He can shoot the consistent mid-range. He's a um, 80 plus percent free throw shooter. He's a, I mean, they said from 30, from beyond 30 feet, Dame is 43% uh, accuracy on his threes from beyond 30% 30 feet. Right. So his three point percentage gets better the deeper the he gets. he goes. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that again, that's the evolution of basketball that we're in right now. I mean, it's the shot from, 50 feet. I mean, how do you guard that? How do you guard Can't. that? I mean, you unless can. you're doing a full court press the I whole mean, game. I mean, they're, they're picking him up as soon as he crosses half court now. With two. I mean, up. they're double teaming him. Like, right. they're making him get rid of it. But if you're double teaming that wide, that far out on the floor with this type of NBA talent, you mean that leaves McCollum open. That leaves yep. Nurkic is killing that leaves Skinny Mellow over there with the fadeaway in the spot of three, which he has improved on his spot of three. So, hey, I would be more concerned if I was Milwaukee because you lost to a team that has not their stars mm-hmm. than I would be for the Lakers. Because, let's face it, Portland is only the AC because Nurkish and Collins was hurt all year. I'll give you that. And I'll I'll even take Collins out of it. If you put Nurkic there. Where would they have been? Fourth seed? They've been third. I say they've been third. Easily. They'd have been easily been a third seed. (laughs) Okay. Man, that's. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. Hey. (laughs) So, I mean, really, really, the Lakers are playing something that they normally would, a number one seed normally wouldn't play. You're actually playing a team that can win, win it all. You know what I mean? Unlike Milwaukee playing Orlando is a team that, you know what I mean, even with Eric Gordon, do you really think they was going to win the whole damn thing? No. 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 So, yeah. (laughs) The fam just got back from football practice. Yeah, the fam just got back from uh, Driver's Ed. What up, Elijah Zeke? <laughs> hey, what else did I see that was pretty good? Um, 
the uh, Utah game, Utah-Denver game one. Well, their series is tied up at one and one because Utah spanked them real good today. But that first game with Donovan Mitchell put up 57, and then Murray came back and put up, what, 25 in the fourth quarter? Man, these young cats is going at it. It's the young man's game. Hey, LeBron said it best. Hey, the league is in good hands with these young hoopers. Oh, hell yeah, they are. Oh, yeah, these guys are balling. I'm sorry. John Morant <laughs> is – man, I, w- I think I would have taken him over Zion in the draft in a heartbeat. I would have. Man, I would have. He's good. He is good. <clears throat> he's but, damn um, good. Let's see. You had um, – what was it? Uh, Monday. The game was Monday. You had four players under 25 – that all scored over 30 on the same day. Mm-hmm. That's a good These stat. These boys is open. These yeah. boys is open. Like, I'll be excited to watch it. I've been this excited to watch NBA basketball in a long time because these young cats can ball, and I'm all about it. Oh, they're balling. They're balling their ass off. And hey, there goes our mascot. I see it. I see him. <laughs> or her, yes, her. Gretchen, Gretel. Yes. God, Gretchen. Uh, yeah, Gretel. I love it. I love it. It's been a great first two and a half days, and I'm excited. I want to see uh, what the Clippers got for tonight, see if uh, Luca the Don can come back. Hey, did you see the text? What do you think about the text on Porzingis? Ah, uh, they were weak. Um, the oh, second explain. one. The, the second one. Oh, you talking about when, when they pushed? The, when he pushed, oh boy! Hey, the uh, second push. one, he totally deserved one because I argued with the wife for about four minutes on this one. Like, man, you can't gave him that tech. You can't do that. But then listening to her for a second, I had to sit back and think. Yeah, that second one is all Persingas's fault. One, you knew you already had one tech, which was completely bogus, which was completely bullshit. I don't care what referee says, or if you do any type of motion like that, they're going to immediately call the tech. We could probably pull up footage of about a thousand different uh, games where you had players do that exact motion, and then you got hot portfolios like Paul George, Kawhi, uh, LeBron, Jimmy Buckets. All these type of guys doing the same motion, and I'd be damned if you get LeBron to take a technical foul. So that was kind of bullshit. But the second one, you completely deserve. And he should have known, like you said, you had one T already. You shouldn't go into involve yourself into anything because you could legitimately crush your team's game that night. You did. You did because exactly. you and Luca effectively were keeping the Clippers at bay, and you had an. I'm not saying you were going to win the game, but you had a very real opportunity to yeah. win that game when you took yourself out of the game because you didn't have to go over there. I get it; you're protecting your star, but you let you let the 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 bench players, you let that 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 other guy go do that. You know what I mean? You do that with one technical foul. You don't. I mean, with zero, you don't do that right. with one. You know right what I'm now. saying? And so they, they gave it to him. You know what I mean? So 
I think that was a complete turning point in that game. And now we come to find out you've been talking a little trash on, on the social media, uh, Persingas, and now you have 50-50 at game time because you got some knee pain. Right. Now, you knew Paul and Kawhi was coming for that ass. You know what? <laughs> I seen a belt earlier that had a keyboard across it. It was a gold belt, like a wrestling, big WWE belt. It was a keyboard warrior champion. Do you get it? Do you get it? <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, Lord Jesus. He get it. Uh, I think they call him the unicorn. I think he's just a regular horse. He doesn't have a horn. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I'm excited about the bubble basketball. Yes. These next couple games are going to be very intriguing to watch. I want to see how Milwaukee falls back. I want to see how uh, um, the Lakers fall back. You know, I mean, I'd like to see these things come out. I actually see if the Pacers are going to do what they need to do as well. Um, oh, you found the glasses. Uh, I did. <laughs> yeah. I, found I haven't found a picture yet, but I, I oh. have the glasses. Awesome. So, yeah, I'm excited. You know, honestly – I'm excited to watch Pacers, but I'm not because Miami is their Achilles heel. And the way they played yesterday, wow. I mean, what Jimmy Buckets doing? <laughs> you can't put TJ Warren on Jimmy Butler and expect him to hold him down. Hey, listen, Jimmy Buckets said it a couple months ago. He said, I quote, if I was the coach, I would never, ever, ever put this man on me again. And maybe that's a reason. I mean, that's a small percentage reason, but maybe it is a reason that there's talks around Indianapolis that McMillan is no more. Why are you talking this. Why are you talking about that when they just signed him to an extension, bro? Where's the talks coming from? He I just signed it. an extension last week. I heard it. I heard it. That extension can be paid off quickly. Man, he just signed that extension last, and like, extension Thursday. Could, and that extension could be paid off with anything. I mean, that, that would be the only thing the Simons are paying for on the Pacer team. And we talked about it. And I'm just saying, since then, there has been talk. Did you look at the date? Of the talk, <laughs> I mean, this is like this, this ain't even been, it ain't even a week. It ain't it. Oh, hey. you've been listening to Dan Dockage. That's what it was. You was listening to Dan Dockage. <laughs> heard it. <laughs> I didn't make it. I'm not speculating. I just heard it, and I'm, I'm, I'm. What I'm hearing, I'm telling. <laughs> you know, this is amazing. But yes, uh, I will be excited to watch those games as well tomorrow and the game tonight and the games forever and ever and ever and then i will be ready to listen to the game the for the race on sunday and then i'll be so speaking of the race so sean and i were talking earlier and i think that we're going to do a watch party for the race we're not going to be broadcasting the race itself, per se, but we're going to be kind of like our brothers over at Dynasty Bros uh, Fantasy Football do with the redraft is we're going to be watching the race and being like, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, through the whole race. I think that's going to be fun. 
I might have to peek in and out. Might have to peek in and out because you know I'll be on the grill, baby. And we definitely want to know what the one is cooking on race day. I'm gonna have to come up with some type of fabulous race Uh-oh. race name meals. There you go. All right. Yeah. So, um, you got anything else for the people? Uh, other than straight from the ass, which is coming up here shortly, I'm good. All right. Or is that now? Is that, that now? Is now. It's now. Straight from the just, ass. Because we just recapped the show. It was in conversation. So. We did. <laughs> you like how we did that? That was great. I'm getting the dev stare, so we got to hurry up and take these shots. <laughs> so, lie, uh, straight from the ass today. Today. August 19th. In history, do you know what happened today? Uh, yes, I do. What? In 1923, my 97-year-old grandmother was born. Well, happy birthday to Grandma, Mamma, Mama. It's Granny. It's Granny. granny. It's happy granny. birthday. But so, before uh, that, that's probably before not that, it. But before <laughs> that, in 1909. Oh, nine. The Indianapolis Motor Speedway opens the gates for the first time. Mm. Mm. You're going right. Mm. <laughs> they don't go right. Mm. They go right, they're going into the wall. Mm. We don't want to see a lot of that. That's when the race is fun. No. <laughs> yes. No, maybe it is. That's, that's when you have your belly over your low hanging je- uh, jean shorts cut off with your red tan ear See, and your bandana. You and you so, say, Woo! That is so NASCAR. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. This is, it, they're high class. They Right. We, we high class rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> you sip your beer in a champagne glass. There you go. So what is the one thought? The one thought is this. Again, I'm going completely out of the sports realm, folks. This is the one thought. This is the one thought. Why in the hell do you make a flammable fix-a-flat? You shouldn't use fix-a-flat anyway. There you have it, folks. He is the one... I in the ass. This has been Black and White Sports Wednesday Night Live, powered by uh, First Financial Bank. Uh, what? You can do it before the pew pew. Why? There you go. Is a pew pew girl back? She is. First Financial oh, yeah. Bank, John Wayne Buzzard, 317-417-8582. Call him for all your banking needs and accessories, whether it be small business loan, mortgage loan, Checking our savings account, John Wayne Buzzard at First Financial Bank has you covered. And our rock star realtor himself, Mr. Sean Nugent. If you want to talk about houses, buying or selling a home, you talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today. 317-503-8322. And now, Damon, you may take the one shot. All you have is one shot. Uh, yeah, uh. Don't do it. (laughs) And as always, Damon, what do we do? 
We keep indie sporty. Peace. Oh, I love the shirt. <laughs> <laughs>